What's up, guys? We are back again. My boy Nelson's back with me again on the final score this week. We've got playoffs to talk about. We've got uh, people getting fired. We got bad referees. We got maybe bad referees. We got a lot of stuff going on. The main thing is the playoffs. Hope you guys had a good week this week. Kind of nasty weekend last weekend. Uh, I guess it could have been a lot worse. But it looks like here in our little neck of the woods, it looks like another. it's going to be a, another nasty weekend. Uh, start Well, probably starting Tomorrow late night. Thursday night into, into Friday morning, uh, calling anywhere from like, what are you hearing, like five inches? I've heard three to five. I've heard six to nine. Some of them have showed – 10, 12 inches. Yeah, somebody, somebody told me a few a uh, couple hours ago at the dollar store that they had heard 10 inches, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to see all that. But me. anyway, it's nothing we can do about it, so we just sit here. And if it does snow us in, I'll just sit back and watch football all weekend. Um, playoffs this weekend. Like I said, Nelson's with me again. Quicksilver up there is with me again. Uh <laughs> But uh, playoffs this weekend, and uh, I don't know how much of the playoffs you watched this weekend, but I, I saw a good majority of it. Uh, I did not see much of the Bills game. I saw some, a few minutes of it before I was I – had, I had to work Sunday. And uh, Saturday, like I said, when you mention snow and you work in a grocery store, um, things, get, things get hectic, and it was hectic Saturday, so I was pretty wild. But Sunday – I did not get to see much of the Bucks game, but I kind of figured what that outcome was going to be. But, you know, the, of course, the 49ers-Cowboys game, I got to see all of that. That was – anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. But there was some blowouts, mostly blowouts this weekend, and uh, uh, one good game, one real good game that come down to the end. Well, two of them, two of them, I'll put it that way. But, uh, yeah, I mean – Good weekend for football, so for that. But typical playoff weekend, probably my favorite, my favorite weekend of the year uh, as far as the football season goes, because you got so many games and playoff style, and uh, yeah, that's right. My favorite weekend. How about you? Oh, I I enjoy it. I love it. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, starting out Saturday, Saturday early game. The Bengals host the Raiders, and uh, Bengals looking for their first win, and I think they said, what, was it 30-some years? First playoff win in 30-some years. And yeah. I did sure. – <laughs> I'll tell you what I watched this morning. You know, I keep hounding on we got such good internet now. I was on my fire stick on YouTube, and it popped up. The most bizarre 10 minute last 10 minutes of a football game, and it was – 2015 wild card game, the Bengals hosting the Steelers, where the Bengals self-destructed with Burflick and Pac-Man Jones. Oh. Uh, two uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties right there in one play gets us in field goal mm-hmm. range. We kicked the field goal to win the game. But there was so much crap that went on that night. It was, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> but it's a different Bengals team. You know, they don't make these kind of mistakes. Uh, Bengals go up against the Raiders. The Raiders who kicked a field goal, did kick the field goal and got in the playoffs. But 
going into this game, I kind of felt the Bengals were going to win this. And I think we both picked the Bengals last week to win. Yeah, that's right. But uh, Derek Carr hasn't played bad. And and they kind of, they they want a hot streak, really. They want a hot streak coming in. But Bengals got oh an even hotter streak. I mean, beat the Chiefs, yeah. lost that meaningless game to the to the Browns without Joe Burrow, without uh, Mixon in there, and who knows how many of their stars played. So they're coming in here on a mission. Yeah, and they come out firing from the start. Uh, Burr gets a touchdown pass to uh, Uzoma. And we have to look at this. In the first half, it was it was twenty to thirteen at halftime. But one of the key plays we're gonna we're gonna talk about here, and I don't know what your opinion is here, mm-hmm. but I, I'm kind of up in the air about this. Uh, we're gonna share the screen and let you guys see this right now. Um, hold on, maybe I can get it to play again. All right, this is in. Like, like you can see, late in the, in the first half, they're up 13-6, to six, driving down the field. It's third and six. Joe Burrow drops back. Now, you listen real close, and you tell me, I mean, we're just going to let it play out. Caught in the back by Boyd. Conversation on the sideline here for the moment. No signal yet. Jerome Boger, the referee, is over here on the sideline. As they are in conversation, was he out when he threw? The result of the play. Touchdown. Touchdown. And he certainly <laughs> will get closer inspection. So, yeah. It... And Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I mean... What what's your thoughts on that? Well, <laughs> the ruling part. I mean, I, I, supposedly, if the whistle's blown, the play's dead. Right. Uh, so, would it been? I'm assuming it would have been. Uh, would they have lost the down? I'm not sure. Would they have lost would, downs? Would they have played the down, or I would think they would have to if they if they said okay, whistle blew, plays dead. If they had done that, they probably would have had to go back review it. See, he did not step out of bounds, and I would think they would have to replay the down. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't just, but. I mean, I see the Raiders being upset with it. I really do. The ball's in the air. I've never seen a play so where the whistle was blown so late because the That's ball right. was almost in his hands when it was. When it was, I don't blown. know what you got. I mean, I'm at a loss, really. I, yeah. I, I think if I'm about sixty forty, that it should have been a it should the play should have been blown dead. Because anytime yeah. that whistle blows, you gotta, you gotta, blow, you gotta, you gotta call it. In. I've dealt with it. There was a time uh, I was assistant coach, and we had a quarterback that could. He, our offense was like a run pass option, 
and he could the quarterback could really fake on a third down play. Yeah, he faked it, faked it so well that the referee blew when the running back got tackled without the ball. Yeah, he blew the whistle while the quarterback's rolling around for a first down. In that situation, right. they replayed that down. Yeah. And yeah. it happened twice in that same game. Mm-hmm. But with me, I mean, rules are rules. I guess it should have been blown dead. And I yeah. can see uh, Las Vegas being upset about it. but Because, I mean, the final score ends up being Cincinnati 26, Raiders 19. Now, would they have scored if they replayed the down? They would have got at least a field goal. So They would have got a field goal. So yeah. – I mean, you're not look, it's not like that seven points would it was seven points right off. You're looking yeah. at maybe four four points there, but that's right. You know, you don't ever know. But there yeah. was some other. I was watching this game. There were some other calls that went. Uh, there was late late in the game. It was a third. I want to say it was a third down play for the Raiders that they didn't uh-huh. get a linebacker holding, pulling on a wide receiver and did not get get caught. No call. Yeah. Uh, there, was a, there was a couple other things that could have went the Raiders' way and didn't. And yeah. a lot of people were calling it home cooking for the Bengals. And, you know, things like uh, that happen. I mean, there's bad calls in every game. Referees, in my opinion, and I've said it for years, Referees need to be full-time referees, and they need to be held accountable for bad calls. Just like a player is punished for bad plays or or not playing up to par, he's not going to get – the next contract he gets is not going to be great. um, A referee, if you make a bad call like that, it needs to go on your record. I mean, such an obvious bad call. Because all they do – I mean – they could have come out Monday and said, yeah, we made a mistake. What good does that do to Raiders? Yeah. Really. You're not going to – you're not going to go – you're not going to go back and replay the game. Yeah, it's over with. I mean, you can't give – but – and and the Raiders were driving down the field near the end of the game, and Derek Carr, I, I have no idea – who he was throwing to. I mean, I know who he was throwing to, but the guy, there was two Bengal defenders right there. And, I mean, I know he was trying to make something happen late in the game. but And I won't take anything against Derek Carr this year because he's done better than I thought he was. Raiders, I actually thought, after the whole Gruden deal. Yeah, that they would have just fell off. Excuse me. And then the wide receiver, the Bugs kid, you know, yeah. with the crash, I thought they would probably implode and just not play well the rest of the year. But, you know, you got to give credit to them. They, they they've done a good fight. job. They fought, yeah, they fought back <laughs> in it. So the Bengals get a 26-19 win. Uh, Burrow, 244 yards, two TDs, no picks. Um Looking at Jamar Chase has a big game, nine catches, 116 yards. Zay Jones for the Raiders, an ECU Pirate, five catches, 61 yards, a t- touchdown on a losing effort. So the Bengals move on. 
Then we go to to the nightcap. And this was a game that we talked about, and we both said that the Patriots have backed their way into playoffs. They weren't yeah. playing well. They lost to Miami the, the last game of the season. The only big thing they did was the Jaguars whooping up on the Jaguars, which, you know, apparently everybody but uh, Indianapolis can do that. Yeah. Um, so then you got the Bills. Bills got something to prove. They want to get back to Kansas City and, and get revenge on Kansas City for that loss in the AFC Championship game last year. Um, yeah. And this was never a game. I, I, what, what were your thoughts no, on this game? They, I know you saw more than I did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, from the get-go, I mean, they dominated on the offensive side of the ball. Defensive-wise, I mean, we just – it just – it looks like they just were totally outmatched. And, uh, you know, it, it was – it was a totally lopsided game the whole time, a, a blowout for the Bills. So – yeah, and, and kind of surprising a Bill Belichick team to lose like this in the playoffs. I mean, they're down 27-3 to at the half. It was 27 yeah. nothing, and they kick a field goal to make it 27-3. to And then the second half is, is more of the same. And to me, and I don't know what you thought, did it not look like Buffalo was trying to run it up on the Patriots? They didn't slack up. I mean, there was passes. Yep. I mean, late in the game, a pass, a touchdown to a uh, was it was it an offensive lineman? Yeah, mm. an off, an offensive lineman, an eligible offensive lineman came in the game in the fourth quarter, and it was a pass to him. And, oh yeah, that's right. You know, I remember. And then I'm looking here. Yeah, and then there was a. It was two passes, two passes in the uh, in the fourth quarter for touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, and that was after the game was way out of way out of reach. I mean, it was no question. And forty-seven seventeen win for Buffalo, the worst playoff loss in Bill Belichick's history in his coaching career. I mean, and and then of course, it, these people kill me. After the game, automatically people start talking about, well, Belichick needs to hang it up. Is this Belichick really needs to uh, needs to call it quits now? He's he's past his prime. Just two weeks ago, they were talking about how great a job he had done with this team, and now he's past his prime. Yeah. Stop being so daggone <laughs> fickle. Do I like Belichick? No, but give the guy credit. I mean. You, yeah. you got a rookie quarterback that nobody expected anything from. It got you to the playoffs. Played yeah. well enough to get you there. Slumped at the end of the season in the playoffs. But, man, I mean, I, I'll give credit to Belichick. And I don't like to do that, but I'll give credit to him. He did a great job this year with his team. Yeah, he did. He did. Really did. And as far as Buffalo goes, Josh Allen. I mean, listen to this stat line. 21 for 25, 308 yards passing, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Almost a perfect game. And then he ran. And this is what what I don't like to see with Buffalo. 
you keep running this guy, you are yeah. taking a chance of putting him on the sidelines. I mean, the game against Tampa Bay, whole first half, no running back ran the ball for Buffalo. It was it was Josh Allen. Yeah. And at the end of the game, they ran him and sprained it. He had a, a mild sprain, but still. Mm. Buffalo's got to realize your backup is Mitch Trubisky. I mean, Mitch, <laughs> yeah. Mitch Trubisky's got playoff experience, but not good playoff experience. No. Um, he's no Josh Allen, that's for sure. Well, I mean, why? I mean, I know he's a tough quarterback. I mean, he can run. He is fast. But, I mean, they had they have what's Singletary. And, Singletary, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then they got one other running back that they use. Zach, Zach Moss, I think. Is his yeah. Name. So, I mean, and, and both of those are, are, are good backs. But they, hardly, they use him in so many run plays. You know, like I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what the deal is. I'm trying to see how many yards rushing he had, but I don't think they're going to have it up here. No, they don't have it up here. They do. Now, the game was the fourth coldest in Buffalo Bills history with a game-time temperature of seven degrees. Yeah. The windshield made it feel like minus four. Not for me, bud. And did you see <laughs> – did you see Fitz, Pat, Fitz Magic at the game? No, I didn't. You know, he used to well, play for almost every NFL team at one time. Yeah, just about. Some of his good years were in Buffalo. He was in the crowd with his shirt off and <laughs> hollering, oh, but yeah. I didn't see that. Fitz, Patrick, Fitz Magic at Buffalo. I know, I know the Washington people love seeing that, with, uh, especially when he, he was out with a bad hip. But Buffalo moves on. So they would travel to face either Kansas City or host the Bengals. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a few minutes. So the first game on Sunday, Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. I will tell you this. Early in the week, last week, I saw a quote from Tom Brady talking about, I'm reminded of that drop catch to keep the pass I dropped in the Super Bowl every time I see a Philadelphia fan. Mm-hmm. So I first thing popped in my head, this nope. is going to be ugly. And this Thanks is going to be ugly. Yeah. Brady's ticked. Because, <laughs> you know, of course, he lost the Super Bowl to the Philadelphia Eagles when he was with the Patriots. And, of course, he's yeah. talking about the quarterback throwback, the pass he dropped. But <laughs> – and I told somebody earlier in the week, I said, if you get Brady mad like that, going into a game, you better watch yeah. out. And it was an Eagles fan I told that. Uh, he was just he just shrugged me off. He said, no, nah, we'll, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm at work, and every time somebody scores in one of the games, I get updated. And uh, that Eagles fan was at work with me. And I was like, 7 nothing, 14 nothing." And then I, I actually was joking with him. I said, it's 17 to nothing already. And he was like, no, are you kidding me? And I said, yeah, I'm kidding with you. By the time I, about five seconds later, I walked away. I said, not kidding, 17 nothing. And, uh, yeah, Brady was just, 
Tom Brady. I mean, you got to give credit yeah. to the guy. When he when at his age to be doing what he's doing, I, I I don't like him, but man, he's he's good. Yeah, he's uh he's he's older than any of the uh was it uh the opposing coaches that he's yeah. playing and 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 he's in the playoff, he's playing. <laughs> I saw a stat the other day and they had most playoff wins by a team. And the teams were up there. Brady by himself was in like third place. And I'm yeah. talking about teams. I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about a team win. He was like yeah. 14, 14 game wins behind the, the first place team. Uh-huh. And was, they had another stat about quarterbacks in the playoffs, most wins. He had 34. I think Ben was next with 13. Yeah. Got it. I mean, this ends up a blowout. This game, actually, the score doesn't tell how lopsided because there was, there was two jump touchdowns at the end. The Eagles made it look good. But 31 to 15, the Eagles don't score to the fourth quarter. And yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it was never, never close. There we go. There you go. Okay. He's having some technical difficulties, guys. Watch yeah, out. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once they got that big lead by halftime, I mean, you could tell that Tampa Bay really, they let off the gas. Brady wanted to stay in the game, though. He did not want to come out. Yeah, you you think I would have left him in that game? Not a chance. Once he got out of hand, no, I would have yeah. kept him out of that game. If, if Arians, thirty-one uh, fifteen, like we said, Brady's stats: twenty-nine for thirty-seven, three hundred fifty, two hundred seventy-one yards. Excuse me, two TDs and no picks. Uh, one of the one of the stories that come out of this game, Bruce Arians, and I'm going to try to bring this up. And I don't Thank know you. what was going on, but let's see if I can bring it up for it. Somebody like it was a little. The, he popped the, his, the, one of his players on the head. Yeah. 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 He, got, he got fined $50,000 for that. Yeah, that is. I think what he was trying to do, there was a some kind of altercation right there on the sideline. Yeah. He was trying to get his guy out of it. But, I mean, it was a, a harmless – the guy's head didn't even move. His helmet yeah. didn't I mean, the guy had a helmet move. on. Come on. Arian said money. He did not regret <laughs> his actions. No. And I've seen enough dumb, he told reporters, according to Mike Florio of NBC Sports, you can't pull – Guys out of a pile. We just got a big play, great field position. He's trying to pull a guy out of a pile. And I was trying yeah. to knock him off that guy so he didn't get a penalty. So, yeah. right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this and show you guys what this is all about. Here we go right here. Bruce Arians comes in. He's pretty excited. He takes a whack at Adam. I mean – I don't know if he's – Look at it again. Bruce Arians comes in. He's pretty excited. He 
Like, get out of the pile. You know what I mean? It's not like he went – it's not like he took his hand and just smacked him across the head. He didn't do anything like that. $50,000 for that? <laughs> this isn't so Woody guess, Hayes. I mean, does he pay that to Ohio State punching a, punching a player? This is just stopped. So who does that 50000 go to? NFL. <laughs> who knows what the NFL does with it, but – Oh, my um, God. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous to find out. Look, let me tell you this. I'll tell you this story. Uh, back when I was in high school, my junior year, playing offensive line, I go, we had a sweep called, and it called for me to pull. So I go pull, and the team we played wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. So really all I had to do to the guy I was supposed to hit, I nudged him with my shoulder. Never put my hands out. I nudged him with my shoulder and went. he went out of the way, and I went on the, down the sidelines. As soon as I nudged him like that, I feel a flag hit me. And I turned around like, what the heck? So I looked at the referee. I said, I, I never put my hands on him. Well, by the time I got, I never put my hands out of my mouth, I felt somebody come and grab me by the face mask and pull me off to the sidelines. <laughs> and it was it was my head coach. Yeah. And he looked at me and said, you don't ever talk to a referee like that. You let me deal with the referee. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, sir. And he proceeded to say the same thing I did. He never put his hands on. But can you imagine if that happened now? Oh, God. Yeah. If they're going to find Bruce Arians $50,000 for doing that. They would have – NFL oh would have probably tried God. to fire him and everything else. They'd have him. They'd have him in a jail somewhere. Yeah. Um, but you, you know, I think that's. I think that's a little. That's way overkill. That's definitely. stupid, really. Yeah. When definitely. I saw. I saw that on through my news feed. I was like fifty thousand dollars for that. That's ridiculous. It is. I mean, it's just a. It's just the way society as a whole is like that now. They're just yeah. looking for something like that, and you know, it, it is what it is. But all right, so yeah. Tampa Bay moves on. Philadelphia goes on. Philadelphia has now gave Jalen Hurts. They committed to him as being their starting quarterback next year. So. Uh, I don't know, Philadelphia fans, you tell me, is that good or bad for you? I don't know. I mean, I think he's he's got an upside, but he makes some he makes some bad decisions at times. I reckon it's yeah. what second year or so he's he's uh he's do that. So the four o'clock game. 49ers and Cowboys. And uh started this game, I was like, when this started out. I was like, holy moly, daggum. <laughs> San Francisco is jumping all over them. The offense, Dak and the offense couldn't do anything. San Francisco yeah. jumps out to a 13 nothing lead. But I said, and I can remember as a Cowboy fan te- texting me, when they held San Francisco to that field goal to make it 13 nothing. I said, that was big there because yeah. you go down three scores already, it's going to be hard for you guys to come back. No matter how, if your offense catches fire, and the offense kind of caught up then, but Garoppolo 
you know, everybody makes it out like Garoppolo had this such a great game. He did not really. 172 what yards and, a, and an interception. No touchdowns. Yeah, no, no touchdowns. So, yeah, I mean, but really – He didn't have that great of a game. No, he did not have a great game. Debo Samuel was probably the start of the game for, for yeah. uh, the 49ers. Did you see – I don't know if you saw it or not. I need to share it. Did you see how the 49ers came out of the locker room? No. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. They come out, and I don't know what position this guy had. He was, he was in, in plain clothes. He was dressed as a 49ers coach or something like that. He yeah. comes out with this gigantic boom box on his shoulder, and they're playing something. And Debo Samuel was in the front just doing one of them things. It was so hilarious. And, they, you know, they've got to walk through a freaking bar at, mm-hmm. at Cowboy Stadium. You know, I mean, it's uh-huh. plexiglass around. But can you imagine being in that bar and seeing them guys come by like that? <laughs> but it worked. Whatever they did, I mean, and Cowboys make a late run at the end of the game and actually have a chance to win. And yeah. first of all, let's go back. Let's go back a little bit earlier in the game. It was in the second half. And you could tell, I knew they were going to fake punt. Mm-hmm. There's no way the Cowboys on a fourth and short from almost at midfield are going to punt. Yeah, are going to punt. And they get they get the first down. It works. Yeah. But the next play was what I did not understand at all. It's first down. You're going to keep your punter on the field, put him in the slot. You don't have your starting quarterback on the field. Everybody said, well, they're trying to make Dallas call a timeout. How are they going to call a timeout? Why are they going to call a No, they're yeah. trying to make San Francisco call a timeout. Why are they going to call a timeout when you don't have your starting quarterback on the field and it's first down? Yeah. That would, and it ended up costing Dallas five yards. They get a delay of game because they try to bring that Dak on the field. And stupid play calling, that was the first one right there. Yeah. And it got worse. Dallas driving down the field, no timeouts, down 23-17 at about the 30, the San Francisco 30. Mm-hmm. How much? It was like 14 seconds left. You have no timeouts, so you want to stay away from the middle of the field. And you sure don't want to run and play. So what do you do? You yeah. let Dak run a quarterback draw up the middle. Right up the middle. Yeah. Gets to the 20. And doesn't <laughs> slide or anything. You don't he didn't even Yeah, he didn't even and then when he slid, I mean, he didn't even look for the ref. No. I mean, didn't even look to see because they got to spot the ball. And so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you cowboy fans out there with your BS saying the referee got in the way. The referee has to touch the ball and spot the ball. Yeah. Your center does not get to, to spot the ball. Yeah. I, I mean, Dak knows that too. He's been around football long enough. He knows that. He should have just give the ball to the referee and, and then let the referee do what he had to do. So you That's cowboy right. fans out there throwing trash at the referee after referees after the game. Referees did their job. And look, did you hear Dak after the game? 
Oh yeah, oh. he had plenty of tweets about. But he later he came back and apologized. Oh, he's apologized now. Do you think he, he that wasn't a voluntary apology though? I guarantee yeah, he, was he was made to do that. Yeah. And the bad thing about it, if you watch the video of it, it they almost hit one of the cowboy players with something. It was a, a water bottle or something. He he oh, hit really? it with his helmet to keep it from hitting him. Uh huh. So for the Cowboys. But, you know, not only, or really, not only just that play, but you think back, all right, a couple when when San Francisco had the ball, even a couple of downs, that you had the defensive penalties. They hit, the defense had so fourteen penalties. Fourteen penalties in that game. But all right, you you had a defensive holding that gave my first down. So that extent that extended the play for San Francisco to eat up more clock. Yep. And it was a couple of plays before that where they had illegal hands to the face. They had the they had they had two defensive holding calls in that game. Yeah. In the in the in the in the fourth quarter that extended yeah. drives. And then like you said, the hands to the face. And it wasn't like it was it was obvious when you saw it. You saw it. I mean, it was yeah. not a picky call. Even Tony no. Romo said that was the right call. And I mean, yeah. he's—I don't know if if Troy Aikman had been calling the game, he might have said otherwise. Oh God! And Thank uh, God. yeah, you, I did get a text from Nelson uh, <laughs> Nelson earlier that day saying Aikman was out like he was butt hurt because he didn't yeah. even call the Cowboys <laughs> game this week. He had to call yeah. the the Buccaneers game. So, <laughs> but. Debo Samuel took it on it on himself, and you know, almost got. Here, here's a bad thing about how how mistakes can hurt you. Okay, of course, Cowboys fourteen penalties in the game. Yes, yeah. you know, you can have all the talent in the world if you're not disciplined, and this team is not disciplined. Even no. the Cowboy fans are admitting that after the game. That's going to hurt you in a playoff game like this. Yeah. But then you look at. San Francisco, Debo Samuel breaks around the end on a third and long, comes within inches of getting the first down, and they're going yeah. for it. They're going to put it away. If they get yeah. the first down, they put it away. San Francisco gets a penalty for oh, not having the guy set before oh, the ball yeah. was snapped. The guy, the guy yeah. shit, one of the uh, offensive linemen went, moved over yeah. to the other side, and then – Garoppolo didn't let him get set. So it wasn't the yeah. offensive lineman's fault. It was Garoppolo's fault. But And that that could have cost them the game. They could have put yeah. it away if they got the first down. And then stupidity. But 49ers move on. Cowboys are out. And what do you think? What do you think Jerry Jones is thinking? <laughs> well, who knows? Because he's, he's declined a whole lot of interviews here recently. And um, I don't know. He might – he might have somebody's job. You know, everybody's saying McCarthy's safe. One rumor came out uh, Monday that there was talk that McCarthy was going to be fired and the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, was going to be yeah. head coach. Who's He's getting interviewed by a lot of teams for a head coaching job, which I'm going to tell you this. Kellen Moore, I don't think he's a good offensive coordinator. You know, you mm. got all that talent. On that team, yeah. and you can't win in the big games. Yeah, it's all and right. You got, um, 
Oh, shucks. Atlanta's old coach, Quinn. Dan Quinn, yeah. Dan Quinn. Defense coordinator. Yeah, somebody yeah. said he, he's up for a lot of interviews. So He's gone on interview for a lot of jobs. And we're going to talk about – I'm going to talk about one interview, one guy that got interviewed. And I just wonder how serious these NFL teams – because, you know, they've got to interview a certain amount of minorities. But when you yeah. do something like what I saw, what, what happened – and we'll talk about this in a few minutes – it's kind of making it look like, well, we're just interviewing him because he's a minority. But yeah. uh, I'll get to that in a few minutes. Then we had the 8 o'clock game. <laughs> Chiefs and Steelers. <laughs> and I'm going to say that, well, first of all, we got to talk about Garoppolo. Garoppolo, <clears throat> I'm just getting a, a, the report right now because he was questionable with his shoulder and his thumb. Yeah. Now they're saying – Garoppolo expected to be a go and playoff game versus Green Bay, and that's on Saturday. So evidently he's going to be okay. Yeah. We'll see how long. You go to Lambeau Field, and it's going to be – they ain't no telling how cold it's going to be there this weekend. Yeah. Um, so Kansas City and Pittsburgh, and we talked about the amount of disrespect Kansas City had for Pittsburgh. And, you know, I didn't expect Pittsburgh to win, but I'll tell you this. The way the defense was playing, especially the first quarter and a half, if, yeah. if the offense would have backed them up and stopped getting three and outs and getting, what, 30 yards in, in one half of total offense in one half and keep the defense off the yeah. field a little bit, Pittsburgh might have had a chance. I mean, T.J. Watt gets a fumble recovery for a touchdown, goes up 7 nothing, But it was like yeah. – it was almost like after that – Kansas City said, "All right, you woke the you woke the giant up, and I think like five yeah. five or six possessions in a row were scored were touchdowns, and it just got yeah. ugly. Uh, it's a bad way for Ben to go out, but you know, you knew, kind of had a feeling that it was gonna it, it was not gonna be pretty." Um, Mahomes. Yeah. I was I was like you because San Francisco really, I mean, they held their own for a while and. I mean, not San Francisco. I'm sorry, yeah, Steelers. Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh kind of held their own for a while. I was like, well, they, this, they're going to make a game of this. But like you said, you know, the Chiefs kind of yeah, like they, they put it on. They, yeah. yeah. You know, the, 35, 35 points in, in, in the second and third quarter, 35 to 14, and that was pretty much it. Uh, yeah. I mean, Mahomes has a great game, 404 yards. He has five TDs. Ben, not so great. 215 yards, two TDs, no picks. But uh, like I said, the defense just got tired. I mean, they were doing a good yeah. job. You know, had an interception, had a, that fumble recovery for a touchdown. We're holding them. And yeah. you just can't keep keep up like that. But Ben, you know, it's funny. After the game, Ben wouldn't come out and say he's retired. But he, he was just saying all the – all the things that I'm going, I'm going to be the best dad and all this stuff. So it makes me kind of wonder. I don't think he's coming. I know he's not coming back to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I hope he doesn't go anywhere else. But I can't <laughs> see Rothenberger wearing another jersey. Yeah. It I, I, I honestly think he's, he's going to retire. I think it's going to be over for yeah. him. Yeah. I mean, and I think you should. I mean, he's proven – 
the caliber of player that he is. I mean, and to go out, you know, on the playoffs like this, I mean, I, I feel like that's that's where he should end it. You yeah. know, I don't see him the need for him to. I mean, maybe he could, but I, for him to go to another team and then and then completely bomb out. It's and not a way you go want to go out. out. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go out that way. Yeah, I look at – you look at the past. Joe Namath leads the Jets and goes to the Rams and completely – Yeah. Completely bombs out. He's he's not – and then, you know, of course, everybody remembers Joe Namath from that Super Bowl three. but uh, 18 seasons with one team. I think that's the most ever, which Aaron Rodgers is 17 right now with the Packers. But – it's no never had a losing season, and you know, yeah. good way to go out. But Kansas City, that offense is catching fire again, and it looks like yeah. I, I heard somebody talking. To, I think it was Spears, Marcus Spears, talking on ESPN. It's a shame that they have to have a slap in the face, like they they got a slapped in the face by Denver and Cincinnati at the end of the year to get back on track again. It's a shame like that, but yeah. You know, do I think they're going to win it all this year? No. I still – I'm not convinced Kansas City is going to win it all. I'm not even convinced they're going to get to the Super Bowl, and we'll talk about that in just a few yeah. minutes. Um, the Monday night, first time ever you have a Monday night playoff. playoff. Rams and the Cardinals. And, man, this was never, ever a game. And I'm trying yeah. right now. I want to see this play, but uh, if I can bring it up. Uh, and we talked about this, and we said it last week. The Cardinals have backed into the playoffs. I mean, ever since they went, they started undefeated and lose to the Packers. They've gone downhill ever since. I think they were like, what were they, seven or eight? No, and then end up winning three out of the last uh, eight or nine. It wasn't good. That's right. But uh, trying to see if this kind of scary play happened uh, late. Well, not late in the game, but uh, Cam Akers running the ball. I don't know. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Man, I mean, Buda Baker steps in. I don't think they're going to have it up here, but um, it really didn't look – I mean, you saw him – he put the shoulder down into him, but it really didn't look that bad. But, man, he went down. Uh, Luckily, everything is fine. Uh, He's got movement in all his extremities, and he's he's fine now, but – this may be it right here. Uh, but, yeah, the Rams go on to win what, 34 to 11. Von Miller actually, you know, he shows up for the first time really since that trade that brought him over from Denver. Um, yeah. Yeah. Rams look good. They look good. But here's yeah. my thing with the Rams. <laughs> and I, I, would, I would love to see the Rams win it all just because of Matthew Stafford and all he's – been through uh, with Detroit, all those games he's been through. Um, But, hold on, here we go right here. 
Let me see if I can get this back up again. And there was some controversy on this play, too, because of the way Cam Akers kind of looked back at it and, and, and had a, had something yeah, to say to him. Penalty or nothing called. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let's see. I'm really surprised they didn't throw a flag on that. Yeah, here we go. Come on. So you look, see right there, it puts it into him, and he, he tells him to stay down. Yeah. And looks back at him again. He's realized he's really hurt then. Uh, there were, the taunting rule, we're going to talk about it, but Buda Baker is fine. He's going to be okay. So we're good there. But the taunting rule, you know, they need to – realize that that taunt rule, you've got to be more consistent with it. If you're going to call a guy for, for saying just a little something after he makes a tackle on the sideline and not really being – not really getting into it like that or he, he's just talking to a guy, yeah. you need to do it for everybody. There was two instances in the Cowboys game that the Cowboys should have been called for taunt. Mm-hmm. Play on the sidelines on a punt. The guy was all in the guy's face. That's right. Headbutted him and still didn't get called for it. No so, call. You know, NFL, you want to stop talking, you need to tell your referees to be more consistent with that. But anyway, Rams, you know, Cam Akers has a good, really good game. He's back. And that's big. That's big for him because Matthew Stafford, you know, up in up until, you know, he has a he has a pretty clean game, throws about 17 times. Yeah. 202 yards, two TDs, no picks. But he was he had turned into a turnover machine near the end of the year, and they were winning despite that. Yeah. Uh, so you can't go out there with the Rams and just say, we're going to throw the ball at you. You know, it's nice to get a guy like Cam Akers back for Stafford. Rams move on. Cooper Cup has another touchdown catch because Odell Beckham has one as well. There's a, a lot of weapons on the Rams team. Yeah, there he is. A lot of weapons. They should, if you're going by talent on a roster, they should win the NFC. But do I think that's going to happen? We'll we'll have to see. (laughs) So, that was the last. Like I said, Rams get the win 34-11. to Cardinals, I don't know what to think. Kyler Murray, he made some bad decisions. Um, That pass – that was intercepted at the three yard line, taken back with pick six. Yeah. You don't do that. You don't throw, just yeah. throw it anywhere. And I've, it, you know, I, in which having his kind of speed and you're getting pressured, I mean, take off running. I mean, ain't that the reason why, why you've been so successful? Cause you're able to do that. That's your escape route. You can make things happen with your legs. That's it, right. It kills me because back when the Steelers had Cordell Stewart, all they talked about was, and he talked about, I want to be more of a pocket passer. I don't want to have to rely on my legs. Well, guess what? Your legs got you there. Yeah, you've got a strong arm. You can throw the ball 60, 70 yards in the air down the field, but your legs are what makes the difference. You don't see see defenses coming in there saying, prepare for Tom Brady. Well, you know, we've got to get ready for him. 
take off running too. We got to be ready for him to take off running. You don't see that. You see, they're looking where's Brady going to throw the ball. But with these guys, speed, you got to prepare for him running. You got to prepare for him throwing. His throwing may not be that accurate, but you got to prepare for it. I'm trying to pull up. Let's see. Okay, never mind. Um, and, and it's just like I said, the Cardinals they hit a they hit a wall after that Green Bay game and just went backwards yeah. every week, backwards. except for the except for the win over the Cowboys. And I thought maybe they would get back on track after that, but then the Seattle came to town and Seattle yeah. took care of them. Yeah. I mean, it was it was not what started out as a great year for Arizona. It ends up being a nightmare, and you know, yeah. everybody's should Cliff Kingsbury. What, what's he going to do now? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But they're going home. They got a lot of time to get ready. They're on their drafts coming up. So all these teams that are out. I know Pittsburgh's picking twentieth. <laughs> Let's go for a quarterback. Don't worry about Aaron Rodgers. Don't worry about. Russell Wilson just draft a quarterback and uh, just have to deal with Mason Rudolph, I guess, for, for a while. Anyway, so next week, let's bring up our playoff schedule for next week. All right, Saturday, we got two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Bengals at Tennessee at the Titans at 430. Ah, Derrick Henry is back. How but good is he going to be? How long does it take him to shake the rust off? Yeah. Uh, I know he was in contact this week, in contact drills, so and he came out fine. But how long does it take to get the rust off for that situation? This is a tough one for me. Uh, it's a lot of tough matchups this week. <laughs> right here is tough. Right here is really probably. Oh, I don't know about the toughest, but it's. I'm I'm like fifty fifty right here on either one of these teams, but just because. God, I could coin flip it. I swear yeah. I could. I could go either yeah. way. I know old Casey Fleet. He's a big Tennessee fan. He listens to it. Oh, I, I'm yeah. probably. I'm a. I'm going to probably make him mad right here, but I'm going with Burrow and the, and the Bengals to get the upset at Tennessee. What about you? Yeah. I'm I'm like you. I've sitting here and, and thought long and hard about some of these matchups. Um, you know, like I said, Tennessee, they relied a lot on Derrick Henry now. Like I said, that, you know, they uh, – what was the uh, – what's the guy that came in and filled in for uh, Derrick Henry? Yeah. So, I mean, he – yeah, and he he filled his shoes pretty good. He he did a pretty good job. Um, the passing attack and the run game of the Bengals is is just really good. How the defense of Tennessee's gonna hold up to them? Um, I'm leaning more towards the Bengals, but probably gonna get my feelings hurt. <laughs> I mean, if you go. It, I think I think this is going to be a really close game. I really do. Yeah. I think the Bengals, you know, the Titans got a week off. That helped get Henry. And, you know, Henry, 
if Henry comes out playing like Derrick Henry, if he just comes out there and is like Derrick Henry, yeah. healthy Derrick Henry, this could go. This could go to tight the way. But things yeah. are hot right now. That offense yeah, I just, is good. I right just now. don't know how well Derrick Henry is going to be. Uh, like you said, with being out so long, how long does it take to get the rust off? Yeah. I'm going, to, I'm going to pick the upset here. I'm going to Cincinnati here. And then the 8-15 game. And I want to see if they've got the forecast up here for this game. Because you got to have at least one. No, it's not. It's not a forecast up here. you got to have at least one snow game. But 49ers at Green Bay. And I did not realize – there was a stat up this week. Aaron Rodgers has has faced the 49ers of the playoffs, I think, three times. Never mm. beat them. Really? But I think this is going to be the year. I think yeah. Aaron Rodgers, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, they beat them early in the regular season, 30 to 28. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think, you know, with Garoppolo's banged up, if if they get it, Garoppolo out, Trey Lance has to come in. Is I don't think Trey Lance will hold up to the pressure, but yeah. I still think Aaron Rodgers right in Green Bay right now are playing the best best football in the NFL consistently. Yeah, they're 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 not having down weeks. The only down week they really had was when Aaron Rodgers was out. Um, That's right. So I I think. I think it'll be at least seven seven to ten points Green Bay over San Francisco. Who you got? Yeah. Yeah, I'm picking Green Bay easily on this one. Um I'm kinda like you. I I'm thinking it might be a two touchdown game. I mean it's it's hard to say. I don't know I don't know what the, the like you said, the weather's gonna be like if it's in the snow. But uh, I don't know how well San Francisco, if they've ever played a kind of condition like that. But. Yeah, you know, being a West Coast team, which you know they came into to Green Bay one time before in the playoffs and beat Green Bay with, I believe that was when your boy Colin Kaepernick was there. Oh, uh, yeah, they beat they beat him that year. That was the year I want to say that was the year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, uh, Different team, and I just don't think 49ers can can get past Aaron Rodgers and Packers this year. So your Sunday games, three o'clock start for the first game, so it's a little little later than usual. Rams at Tampa Bay. Now this was actually, uh, I want to say, I want to say all of these teams met in the regular season. Rams got to win 34-24 early in – this was early in the year. Yeah. Um, but you have to remember in that game, Tampa Bay's secondary was all – there was pretty much all of their secondary was hurt. Yeah. Um, is Fournette back this week? We don't – I don't think he's going to be back. Yeah, hey, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't – it's hard to pick against Brady. I'm going Rams. But I honestly think – and I, I'm going Rams too. With that defense, 
Aaron Donald, Bob Miller, they get pressure on Brady. You know yourself, you've watched Brady enough over the years. You get pressure yeah. on Brady and, and get to him a couple of times and get him frustrated. There's a yeah. difference between pissed off Brady and frustrated Brady. Yeah. They both look the same, but they don't pissed, play off the same. Brady, <laughs> pissed off Brady is dangerous. Yeah. Frustrated Brady gets – he gets too worried about keeping himself clean and talking to the referees, whining to the referees, and he gets totally out of his game. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen here. Because I th- and honestly, I think that's what happened in that last game. They got to well, they, 34-24. And they got – and Tampa Bay's got some offensive linemen out too. Yeah, Tristan so, Wirfs is in a walking boot right now. They're big yeah. offensive linemen. Yeah, the center? center's center's been hurt. The, the Tristan Wirfs, who I believe protects Brady's blind side, is in a walking boot. Whether he, yeah. if he plays, you know his mobility is going to be a, be affected. So Rams yeah. might have a field day yeah. on the defense. It all depends on Matthew Stafford and Cam Akers. I think if they don't, if Stafford doesn't yeah. turn the ball over, I think the Rams win. It's going to be a close one. I think the Rams can can beat Tampa Bay at Tampa. So I'm going, I'm going ta- I'm going Rams on this over Tampa. Yeah, I'm going Rams. All right. So the last game, the Bills and Chiefs, and Diggs Diggs from Buffalo. I don't know if you remember last year when they lost in the AFC Championship game. He sat out on the field and watched the yeah. whole trophy presentation, the AFC Championship trophy presentation yeah. for Chiefs because he wanted to remember it. And he he said all year long he wanted to get yeah. back to Kansas City. Well, he's got his wish now. Here he is. Here they yeah. go. Here we go again. Buffalo and Kansas City, not the AFC Championship game, but this is a tough one too for me. And I'm probably yeah. I'm I'm picking a lot of I'm underdogs. I'm picking a lot of under <laughs> underdogs this week. I'm going Buffalo here. I'm going Buffalo to get the upset yeah. in Arrowhead. I mean, there Kansas City's only favored by two points, but. I think Kansas City's defense can can shut, not maybe not shut him down, but do enough to keep him keep him from uh, making an impact on Mahomes. Uh, and Buffalo, yeah. like I said, Allen's Allen's playing really great right now. I just I just got a feeling about Buffalo, and it may be gas. I'll probably call it that next week. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm going Buffalo here. I'm going Buffalo over Kansas City. It's going to be close. It may come down to the end, but I got Buffalo over Kansas City. So you got Buffalo or you got yeah. Kansas City? I, 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 no, I picked Buffalo. Yeah. So if everything uh, goes right, like we plant, we picked it, which I think we all we both picked. Well, see, the same. I picked San Francisco. I picked San Francisco last week. You picked Dallas. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So you're up on me. But so if all all goes like we we're picking this week, we both pick we have picked off games the same. 
AFC championship will be the Bengals and the Bills. And then the NFC championship will be the Rams and the Packers, which I think the Rams actually played the Packers this year. I'm not sure about the Bengals and the Bills. Uh, I yes. wouldn't mind that. wouldn't mind that. Any of those – I guess if if out of those four teams, ooh, let's see, the Bengals I would not want because they're AFC North. Uh, they'd be the last ones I'd want to see win the Super Bowl. But uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So get ready Saturday and Sunday, two big games. I'm off. I'm off on Sunday, so I'll get to see all of those games. And even if I was working, you know, it'll be late game. I'll see most of them. But good weekend for NFL football. It's hard to believe it's getting ready to come to an end in, in a, about three or four weeks. Um, but some more NFL news. Raiders have parted ways with GM Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock, longtime NFL network guy, draft. He would always be one of the draft experts. Uh, you hear, hear the people talking today about it. I was listening to uh, on Sirius Radio. This guy had three first-round picks in one draft, mm-hmm. and may and only one of them has had a decent career so far. Mm-hmm. And the other two have pretty much flaked out. This is the supposed draft expert, but when he gets in the the GM seat, he, he's he didn't do very well. There's a lot of uh, it's been a train wreck since him and Gruden came in in with Las Vegas the, together uh, with the whole Antonio Brown deal. Uh, yeah. Of course, Mayock was right in the middle of that. And then with Gruden now with the emails and, and now with Mayock, it was time for him to go. Whether he, he may be back on NFL Network next year, we'll see. I don't think yeah. he'll get another GM job. I don't think he did a good enough job. Um, Baker Mayfield had his shoulder surgery. And expected to be at he's sidelined four to six months, but should make a full recovery. A lot of people gave this guy a hard time this year. Uh, he was said, Well, I mean, you think about it. Think about Nelson. It wasn't his throwing shoulder, but the, still, he had a harness on the other shoulder. You think about trying yeah. to throw the ball with a harness on yeah. on, on this shoulder. And still, it's got to hurt when you throw the ball. Yeah. So you well, can't I mean, really. <clears throat> you're still you're using. I mean, even though it's not your throwing shoulder, but still the 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 motion, the throwing motion, you still you're you're using parts your core, you're using your other body, part of your body, your shoulders. I mean, it's all it's all in a rotation. I mean, if you get hit, it's still going to hurt. Exactly. You know? I just, exactly. you know, to play to play through injuries that he played through. I mean, he, he's tough. I mean, I'm surprised that he and still done as well as he did. I know. I think one game he had what four picks in one game. Yeah, yeah. I can't was... remember who that was against. But anyway, I mean, this you got to you got to take your hat off to him to play through what he's played through. Yeah, he 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 missed a he missed a game with COVID, uh, and then he. he after Pittsburgh pretty much put them out of the playoffs, I think they were out of the playoffs before they played Pittsburgh that Monday night. But after that Pittsburgh game, he decided I'm going to get surgery. 
and uh, missed the missed the, the last game of the season. So he missed two games, and one of them was not related to the shoulder. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I mean, he's he's a tough guy. I I can't say I don't. I, I do I do like Mayfield, he, even though he plays yeah. in Cleveland. I do like Mayfield. So Stetson Bennett has decided to come back to Georgia, which, you know, the quarterback for Georgia led him to the national championship, decided to come back instead of going in the NFL draft, which I think was a good move for him. I don't think right now he is one of those high-quality quarterbacks coming into the draft. I think, you know, another year at Georgia, um, hopefully for him, and he can – kind of move itself up in the draft stock. But uh, good news for Georgia Bulldog fans is uh, Stetson Bennett. Now, we talked earlier about about head coaching, uh, about the interviews and stuff. And the one I want to talk about, the Houston Texans, and, you know, you've got to interview so many minority. That's the Rooney rule. Houston Texans interviewed former Pittsburgh Steelers great wide receiver Hines Ward. Mm-hmm. Now Ward has been not real. He hasn't even been a coordinator, uh, offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, whatever. Yeah. He's been more like a wide receivers coach or assistant to a wide receiver. My thing is, you just got through with the guy you fired, which was Cully, was a special teams guy from Baltimore. No mm-hmm. head coach experience, no coordinator experience. Why would you interview Hines Ward? Yeah. And I'm not taking anything against Hines Ward. He may end up being a great head coach one day. But it just seems like with what they're doing, it's being so obvious that, okay, he's a minority. We're going to interview him. We're not serious about it, but we're going to interview him. You know, and I, you know, I'm all about – if you're a good coach, I don't care what color you are. If you if you can be a good oh, coach, yeah, put you in there. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich, they deserve it. You know, both of those guys yeah. deserve a shot. I think Bieniemy more than Leftwich. Leftwich has the has the um, he he got handed Tom Brady. Uh, Bieniemy has been at Kansas City since Mahomes before Mahomes. And he's done a great job with the offense. I think Eric Bieniemy deserves a shot. He's been waiting long yeah. enough. If he doesn't make it, then fine. But you know, Bieniemy deserves a shot. Leftwich does too. Let him have a shot. But you know, if you're going to interview these minorities, don't make it so obvious that we're not even serious about doing this guy. We're just interviewing him because he's a minority. Yeah. I, I would. You would think that they would just want to. You know interview someone that's going to put him in a position to win games based on someone's reputation. Yeah. You know, of what they've done and accomplished. And anyhow, I mean, this. You know, you got another one at Tampa Bay right now, the defense coordinator, Todd Bowles, who's got head coaching experience. He, he was with the Jets. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's another one that, that probably deserves another shot. But. Yeah. And I know they all have to start somewhere, but I don't think you should go from being a special teams assistant or something like that. Punt, you know, I think you should – it should be, okay, 
I, I've moved up from this to offensive coordinator. Um, you know, you just don't push you guy because there's a lot more that goes on when you're an assistant or even not even a coordinator, but just an assistant or something like that. There's a lot more goes on with being a head coach than than that. I know they rely a lot on their coordinators, yeah. but you got a lot going on there. And, and I mean, you don't just do that with somebody that doesn't have a uh, doesn't have any experience. So Kellen Moore is interviewing with the Vikings. So I know some Cowboy fans they would love to see him leave. <laughs> Anyway, so prepare for the snow. Hope it's not as much as what they're saying, because uh, which I am off Sunday. So, uh, but Saturday should be a kicker. I know it's already going to be busy tomorrow. Um, but hopefully, power stays on. I would think so with, with with snow. But uh, hopefully, everybody stays safe around these parts. Around these parts. And, uh, you know, next week we'll be talking the championship games, AFC and NFC championship games. Um, and we got to start – I'm starting to look at a lot of mock drafts. You know, Pittsburgh season's over, so I'm starting to get, get a feel. <laughs> Pittsburgh will have more cap room next year than they've had in years. I can't remember Pittsburgh ever having – as much cap room as, as they do this year. I think it's like 44, $44 million of cap space right now. And that's after the TJ Watt contract. So, uh, you know, there were, I listened to a lot of Steelers podcasts and some guys were talking about, uh, and actually one of the interviews I did earlier today, which will be on, I've got two interviews coming up. So you can get a double dose of uh, the final score this week. Um, guy was talking about, yeah, I'd rather get a rookie quarterback and not pay this big, you know, if Aaron Rodgers was to come over, you'd have to pay him $40 million. And that's most of your cap room right there. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get the rookie quarterback, build with him, and then get some more pieces in place with this cap room. But, you know, I, I know some Steelers fans don't agree with me, but. I'm not gonna change my mind. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers, but I don't want to pay forty million for him when he's only gonna be there a couple of years. Yeah. So he may not. I mean, like I said, a couple of years, he may already be ready to retire. Who knows? Exactly. I'd rather. How, how, how old is Aaron Rodgers? He's got to be thirty-five at least. Hold on, we'll find out right now. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I know he's in his mid-thirties. And he's already talking about, you know, he he wants to retire soon. Yeah. All right, come on, man. Aaron Rodgers, 38. I did not realize he was that old. He's the same age as Ben. Which Ben came in, he came out of college early, so that's why, that's what it was. But – uh, next week, we'll talk about championship games. We'll recap what happened this weekend. And, of course, we'll have some more stuff to talk about. And, uh, Nelson, thank you again. We'll... Thank you. Enjoyed. Quicksilver, we'll get you back on here again next week and see what you <laughs> see what you think. But uh, 
Thanks again, bud. I appreciate you coming on. It's always nice to have yeah. some some company talking up here and to bounce stuff off you and see what you thought. Yeah, man. Uh, guys, that's going to do it for this week. You guys have a great week. That's the final score. <laughs>